Welcome to the Doggy Dan Podcast Show, helping you unleash the greatness within your dog. Hello and welcome everybody, I'm Doggy Dan from the online dogtrainer.com video website. Thanks ever so much for tuning into this podcast, show number six, which is all about dogs who are barking when they are left alone at home. Now, inside this show, I'm going to go through and help explain basically the, the why. Why is it that your dog is barking when you leave them at home? And it's very, very likely that it's not going to be what you think it is. The reason that they're barking is going to be very different from what you've uh, had explained to you previously. And I'm going to touch on the two main reasons that dogs will bark. And I almost guarantee one of those these reasons is really going to surprise you. The beautiful thing is that there's no need to panic. I'm going to touch on basically the solution and the fact that there's no draconian or drastic measures required to stop that barking noise. I'll go through those two solutions with you and uh, point out basically where to go, how to, what the next step is. Um, because, you know, the solution is it's not tricky. But you, you do need to go to my video website, theonlinedogtrainer.com. It's $1. If you don't want to do that, well, don't worry. You can still listen to this podcast. I think it'll make so much sense to you that you'll go, well, I will give that $1 uh, website a try. And then we'll touch on some other miscellaneous stuff that you can try. But basically, you, you know, all that miscellaneous stuff, all these little tips and tricks and things you can try, but they are going to work in conjunction with the basic plan, which is inside the video website. You've got to stick to that plan to stop the noise. But look, before we kick off, a little reminder, the show notes for what I'm talking about here can be found at www.doggydan.com forward slash show six or go to doggydan.com and do a search there. So basically understanding what is going on. I think the, the best place to start is probably to say what your dog's barking is not. It's not just that your dog is bored. You know, so many people think, oh, I think my dog's just bored or maybe my dog's just lonely or unhappy or, um, yeah, just kind of being a pain or n nuisance or no idea really why. And, you know, understanding why your dog is barking is actually, you know, a big part of it because it's not that they're bored. It's not that they're lonely. Very unlikely that they're, you know, just unhappy or trying to be a pain. That's not how dogs operate. It's not how they work. The question I often ask people is, what is your dog like when you are at home? Because that will give us a really good idea of whether your dog is barking because of what I'd call a trigger or barking because of separation anxiety. Now, what I'm talking about here is barking where uh, because of a trigger is, you know, you'll know it's a, a trigger is basically a person or a cat up a tree or a car going past and backfiring or another dog barking in the background. And, and that noise triggers your dog into barking. And you'll know that your dog is barking um, because of a trigger, because very, very likely that your dog will be barking when you're at home. And what happens when you're at home, your dog barks because there's dogs in the background, and your dog starts barking. Now, Often you sort of struggle to get the dog under control and you calm them down and tell them to be quiet and you can stop the barking kind of like that. Now, that's great when you're at home. However, when you're not at home, there's nobody to tell the dog to be quiet and they carry on barking. So that's scenario one. That's the problem. The second scenario is where, you know, I say to people, well, what's your dog like when you're at home? And they say, well, absolutely fine, absolutely relaxed, calm. And I think, hmm, that's, you see, that's not going to be a dog who's bored when you leave the house. 
Because, you know, you ask these people, well, what's your dog like on a Saturday when you're home for, you know, 12 hours? Oh, he sleeps around, lies around for about 10 hours. So it's, it doesn't make sense when you hear that that dog, if you walk out the house, immediately starts barking. You know, yes, they're unhappy and upset about something, but what is it? You know, we've got to go a bit deeper and understand why are they upset. And I'm going to go through the two two main solutions to these two issues and go into them in a bit more detail in a second. But first of all, I do want to just mention the fact that exercise does also play a big role in this. Whilst the, It's not rocket science. Exercise is just the fact that if your dog is wound up like a coil spring and desperate to get out of the house and you haven't taken them for a run, you know, they can just start vocalizing a bit and making a nuisance and making a noise and, you know, another dog barks in the background and they start barking for the fun of it. You do need to drain a little bit of that energy out of them so you have a happy and relaxed and contented dog who's had a good run in the morning. If you've tried that running and exercising side of things and you're still not getting any success, I suggest it's because one of these two reasons which we're going to touch on right now. So first of all, dogs who are basically being triggered. What's happening here is they are triggering because of a noise, like we say, a noise, a person, a cat up a tree, another dog in the background, car driving past. Because dogs are pack animals and, you know, pack animals, they do this thing, which, you know, makes sense. They're protecting the property. Now, the more your dog is the pack leader, the more they are going to try and protect the property. So the more you can be the pack leader, and this is what I go through in my video website. The more you become the pack leader, the more you're able to switch them off. And the more you're able to say to them, hey, don't you worry about cars driving down the road. Don't worry about the cat up the tree. Don't worry about dogs barking in the background. There's no danger there. I'm the pack leader. I'm in charge. You don't need to worry about it. And this basically is the solution to problem, you know, scenario number one, the trigger where dogs are being triggered by something. You show your dog that you're in charge. This is the first step. It's a three-step approach. You become the pack leader. You say, I'm the decision maker. I'm in charge. I decide what's dangerous around here. Cars aren't, dogs aren't, cats up trees aren't, people, you know, neighbors aren't, noises aren't. And then you show your dog, I'm the pack leader. This is how you behave when those noises or those triggers happen. You basically don't do anything. You don't have to worry about it. And I go through exactly what steps to do in the video website. Because the, there, are, there are two stages there. One is becoming the pack leader. You've got to get that bit right first. Then you've got to say to your dog, communicate to them and say, hey, don't worry about it. It's all good. Then the third stage is the stage when you're not actually around. The third stage is your dog gets used to the cat up the tree, taunting the dog. Um, it gets, your dog gets used to cars driving down the road, neighbors shouting, that sort of stuff. And then when you're not around, your dog is simply switched off, relaxed, and they go, hey, you know what? I don't worry about you know, cars driving down the road. It's not a big deal. That pretty much is the solution to scenario number one, the trigger. And it's understanding the, the two key steps. Is first of all, you've got to become the pack leader. Second step, you've got to understand how to communicate to your dog. Don't worry about it in a very calm, gentle way and make nothing of it. Let me give you one little example. There was a beautiful scenario, to be honest. I'll never forget it. I wish I caught it on camera. I'd had this, I'd got called up to a consultation to a, a house, um, it's a lovely family who lived in a sort of complex, it was like, a, reminded me of sort of a French sort of style courtyard area with flats around the side or houses around the, around the courtyard. And we were seated in the courtyard and this lovely, fairly big dog called Wolverine was sort of barking. He was actually barking at people um, as they uh, walked through this courtyard. So these people were actually living in the, 
uh, in the apartment. And uh, there are two main people that they warned me of. One is a guy who drove a motorbike and he would walk through you know, in the evening time with his motorbike helmet under his arm. The other was a lady who brought her washing down quite often to do the washing in the communal washing area. Now, this lovely dog called Wolverine, he would bark and bark when they were when they were walking through. And so, you know, the first part of the consultation was, of course, me talking about pack leader and how to establish yourself as the pack leader. And without them really realizing it, I'd already sort of done a few of these steps. And I was establishing myself with Wolverine, and we had this real long running battle of, it was a battle of wills of me saying to Wolverine, come here, and him saying, nah, don't, I don't come. And then he'd kind of come over and try and climb on top of me, and I'd say, nah, nah, come here, Wolverine. And, you know, again, this is the sort of stuff I go through in great detail in the website because this this is the dog psychology bit. This was me and Wolverine having an absolute, you know, it was like a boxing match, slugging it out, who's in charge. Wolverine saying, I'm in charge around here, me saying, no, you're not. And I don't think they, the owners of Wolverine didn't really realize what was going on, but I finally won. Wolverine said, gotcha, you're in charge, nice one, well done. I've never had a pack lead around here, I've always been in charge. Wolverine, you know, lay down under the table. And the, ne- you know, the next thing I knew, it was probably, I don't know, 10 minutes later, the guy, the, the owner of the dog, the man, the father, was, was sat there. He said, I don't believe it. I said, what? He said, that's the guy with the motorbike helmet. He's just walked past. He never walks past here. He always gets barked at. Maybe Wolverine didn't see him. But I looked at Wolverine. He was lying there looking out. He could see this man. He didn't pay any attention at all. The guy couldn't believe it. So he asked him, uh, can, you, can you walk back again, mate? I, uh, you know, Wolverine's ignoring you. I don't understand why. And Wolverine saw him, didn't move a muscle. He finally accepted that Wolverine today had decided he wasn't going to bark at all. And I had to explain again why that was happening. Because I'd basically done the first two stages. I'd become the pack leader and I'd shown Wolverine there was no need to bark at this man with a motorbike helmet. So then he got on his mobile phone. He started ringing the lady who brings the washing down. Can you come down now? Because we've got this guy here and he's training the dog. Da, da, da. The lady walked through the washing again. Wolverine didn't move a muscle. And, you know, just made me smile because, you know, the guy's face, he didn't actually realize the power of what I was talking about, of establishing yourself as the pack leader, had sort of washed over him a bit. And it was only when he saw it in action, actually happening before his eyes, he couldn't believe it. And he was then going, hang on, go back again, explain to me again, how did you do it, what did you do? But the stuff I'd done was so simple, it was so subtle. But you can't, you know, it's not missed, it's not lost on a dog, I should say. So they're the three steps. If you've got a dog who's triggering, as we call it, when you're not at home, you need to become the pack leader. Then you can show the dog there's nothing to fear when you're at home, and then uh, when you're not there, your dog will be far, far calmer and not bark. Now, the second situation is what I would call separation anxiety. It's where you leave your dog and they become stressed and they're not really barking at anything. Um, It's not like a trigger. There's no noise happening. It's just as soon as you walk out the door, you know, or it could be 10 minutes later, but it's pretty much nothing's triggered it. They are just stressed because you are not there. And this could be quite a young puppy. It could be a dog. Um, You know, you could have other symptoms, you know, chewing, digging, your dog could be trying to escape, dig, jumping over the fence, running away, trying to find you. Uh, and and yet again, the question I ask people is, what's your dog like when you're at home? And, uh, you know, nearly always the, the answer is, oh, really relaxed, happy. It you know, doesn't try and escape, doesn't bark, doesn't chew, doesn't dig. Mm. So the reason is they're stressed. And again, if you come back to your dog being 99.8% the DNA of a wolf, and there's leaders and there's followers. And in your pack, you are either the leader or the follower to your dog. And 
it all goes wrong when, again, your dog is the pack leader and they think their job is to protect you, protect the pack. You know, if you look at it in the wild, if you look at the wolf pack, if, if one of the little pups wanders away from the den, the mother or the father, the, the pack leaders would basically go and get that pup, grab them and put them back in the den. The little pups are not allowed to wander off whenever they want. You know, the followers can't just come and go. Same in business. You know, the CEO can come and go as they want, but generally people who work there, the managing director can come and go as they want. But the people who work there, you're not really meant to just wander off and do your own thing. And it's like that in the pack. You know, the pack leaders can come and go as they please, but not the pups. And that's where it's all going wrong. If you're not the pack leader and your dog views you as the one that they're meant to be looking after, and there's many, many reasons uh, why your dog would think that they're the pack leader and and you would not, you won't get them. You know, many people think that they're the pack leader and you're simply not. If you've got a dog who's stressed when you leave them, the chances are 99% of the time you're simply not giving your dog all the messages that they need for them to fully accept, yep, you're the pack leader, you're in charge. If I give you an example, if you were a parent and say you had a two-year-old and a four-year-old child, say, and you're stuck inside and your child somehow manages to get outside and they're wandering towards the main road and you're inside and you suddenly see them wandering down the garden path, what would you do? Well, of course, you'd race out the front door. But imagine the door was locked. Well, you'd try another door. Imagine all the doors are locked and you can't find the key. You'd climb out a window. What about if the windows are locked? What would you do? You know, you would scream and shout. If the window's a little bit open, what would you do? You would scream and shout. Well, there's the scenario exactly for your dog. Your dog thinks they're in charge. They're trying to look after you, but they can't because they're stuck inside, maybe stuck in the back garden, stuck in the house. They can't get to you, and they're barking. They're stressed. They're calling you back. They're saying, this way, come back, help. Shout, shout. This is where you have to really understand and treat the cause of the problem, not just the symptoms. You know, a lot of dog training methods out there are simply treating the symptoms of the barking, you know, shouting no, you know, or squirt, coming back and squirting the dog in the face with a water pistol or something crazy like that, or, you know, all these drugs, just drugging the dog up, dog up. This is not treating the cause of the problem. The cause of the problem is your dog thinking that they're responsible for you, which comes back to, as I call it, being the pack leader. You know, one, one, uh, I mean, I've got so many examples, but just one example which jumps into my mind of this and how powerful it is, was a lovely, she was actually a police lady, she rang me up saying, I'm in desperate trouble, I've got a beautiful young dog, he's, I think he was only about eight months old, a German Shepherd dog, and he's got terrible, terrible separation anxiety, he's absolutely stressed out when I leave him, and and it can become really tricky with a big dog, because you can't put him inside, because they start destroying the place and barking, you can't put him outside because of the noise, you know, oh, I mean, what are your options, they're pretty limited, you have to find a solution quickly. So I went around to work with her and I went through all of uh, how to be the pack leader. Basically, and, you know, it's inside the video website. There's five golden rules of establishing yourself as that pack leader. I said, you put those all in place. Give me a ring in a week. Let me know how it's going. And sure enough, she did. She actually rang me back and said it was absolutely fantastic. And I was over the moon. Got a lovely little testimonial from her. It was about six months later, though, that I got a phone call, and she said, oh, look, I've actually got a, another problem, a serious problem. I said, what's happening? She said he started barking again really badly when we leave him in, on the decking. So I said to her, well, what about those rules? And she said, yeah, yeah, no, they worked really well. And I said, so what about them now? Are you still doing them? She said, well, no, no, we're not doing them. I stopped, I thought, and I've had this many, many times now. I said, so what's your question? And, of course, I think that's when she realized she went, oh, hang on, 
this is deja vu. She said, yeah, I'm just wondering how do we stop the barking? I said, well, it's the same as the solution was six months ago or whatever it was. Ah, yeah. You see, dogs don't change. And this solution is a solution which, you know, will work for years and years and years and years. But you do have to keep it putting it in place. You just have to establish yourself as the pack leader. And then you maintain that position. It's not like your dog has got a disease and you do this for a couple of weeks and then you can just stop doing it. Um, because your dog, very, most dogs will actually revert back to being the pack leader and barking again. The beauty of it is, though, it's not actually that complicated how to do it. Just got to follow a couple of simple rules. Rules, but uh, but for me, it was a very good example of yeah. You follow the rules, the barking stops. Your dog becomes the pack leader. They think they're in charge. Yes, your dog will start barking again. So stick to the rules. And how many times I've said it? They're very very powerful. Meddle with those five golden rules at your peril. The beauty of those rules, as I said, is there is no draconian, you know, measures. There's no screaming or shouting. There's nothing aggressive about them. It's not about scaring your dog. There's nothing, nothing harsh or cruel. It's beautiful. It's kind. It's gentle. It's, it really works with your dog. Where it's dog psychology. It's, it's communicating to your dog in dog language saying, I'm giving you the message. I'm in charge. You don't need to worry about me. Now, when you put all of that stuff in place, the, the pack leader establishing yourself with the five golden rules. There are some other things which you can try. And you can try these things now. They may work, but the chances are without that sort of foundation in place, these other little things are just sort of uh, little added extras. For example, you should be considering things like the environment, making sure that your dog is comfortable as comfortable as you can. Leave down water for your dog. Make sure you've given your dog a feed in the morning. Some people don't feed their dogs till the evening time. I think it's a bit mean. Personally, I mean, I know what my dogs are like. They love a good feed in the morning. They love a feed in the evening. I'm sure some of you are saying here, well, my dog would like seven meals a day. But yeah, but look, let's not go to seven. Let's just say two meals, one in the morning, one in the evening. I've seen so many dogs who are real grumpy mumpies when they've not been fed in the morning. And I myself, I'm not that happy. I'm pretty grumpy. So give your dog a feed in the morning. I would take them for a walk and then make sure they've got their water. They're feeling safe in a nice sort of often an area which isn't too open. If you've got a slightly nervous dog, they may well like that sort of more shelter, sort of closed in, cozy area, whether it's indoors or outdoors. Make sure they've got some toys, some chew toys, that sort of stuff. And uh, make sure they've got shelter. So protection from the rain and um, cover shelter from the, the sun. All those things will all help your dog just feel relaxed and happy. Bring some bedding out. You could maybe even try leaving a, an item of your clothing with them so they've got something to just cuddle up to and give them a yeah, blanket, bedding, something comfy like that. We've touched on exercise. Make sure you're giving your dog a really good run. The more tired your dog is, the more happy and relaxed they're, they're likely to be. The third thing to consider is blocking the visual stimulation that can cause dogs to sort of trigger. Um, the more your dog can sort of see something, the more likely it is to, to lock onto it. The closer they are to it, the more likely they are to lock onto it, to get excited by it. The closer they are to the noise again. So things, things like being able to maybe put some, uh, what do you call it? matting you know weed matting or plastic sheeting or something across the back of a, a fence so that the dog can't see through the little gaps in the fence or across a gate you know a lot of people have these gates and the dog stands there barking and everything walks past the gate if you put some plastic or boards or board it up fence it up you know it might not look as pretty and as perfect as you wanted it to but you can be have far happier dogs 
if they can't see what's going on and uh, be triggered in that way. You may also want to consider moving your dog around the back of the house. This is all obviously for dogs who are outside. If you can move the dogs around the back of the house, they're going to be less likely to trigger and get excited. Maybe even consider dividing your property up. It can work really well when you have a front section and a back section. Your dog's in the back nearly all the time when you're not at home. Um, they're less likely to get excited and, and start these bad behaviors. Out the back, they just relax and switch off, and that becomes the habit. You could also consider, obviously, moving your dog inside, depending on the size of your dog and how well toilet trained they are and all the rest of it. But yeah, even inside the house, consider trying different areas you know, of the house. Some dogs really do like a small little area, a bathroom. You know, they can be very, a little dog could be very, very happy just in the bathroom, you know, a reasonable sized bathroom I'm talking about here, or just in one small room. Don't feel you have to give a dog the whole run of the house because that can actually generate as much stress as anything when they're running from top bedroom window down to the bottom window onto the you know, kitchen windowsill, getting themselves all stressed racing around. Now, there are some other options that you can have a look at. You know, you can chat to your vet. I don't like the thought of you just trying drugs before you've put in the pack leader stuff. I've got to be honest, because you're just drugging your dog up for no reason. You know, you put the pack leader stuff in, you use common sense, you understand how to show your dog that they're not in charge, and the barking stops. There's no need for drugs. Drugs, you know, very, 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 very often... There's absolutely no need at all. You may want to consider something like, you know, if you're really struggling and you need a desperate solution urgently, you may want to consider maybe some homeopathic or, or herbal remedies, something like that, or chat to your vet about what they can offer just, just in the short term. And that's only if you're absolutely desperately in need of a, an urgent solution and you've, you've done the pack leader stuff. Again, putting your dog on drugs is not going to be a long-term solution. You have to find the cause of the problem. And uh, for $1, like I say, you go to the online dogtrainer.com and it's all in there exactly what to do. The other thing, you know, putting music on can certainly help. Um, just creating a bit of noise. If you've got a dog who's triggering and hearing a noise which is triggering your dog, if they're inside the house and the TV's on, very, very possibly your dog won't hear that noise. So all these little things could well help, you know, considering that indoor-outdoor flow, what's right for your dog. And that pretty much wraps it up. That's it. You know, you've got those two main reasons why your dog may be barking when you're not at home. One is the triggering. Again, become the pack leader. Show your dog that there's nothing to worry about. The second one is separation anxiety, where the dog thinks that it's their job to protect you and look after you. And when you leave the house, they're all stressed and worried. Again, become the pack leader. That's pretty much all you need to do. I hope that makes sense. I hope that's given you a lot of food for thought. It's, it's a very, very... Um, you know, powerful solution. People ring me up saying the dog's got whatever it is, barking or, you know, the dog could be digging when they're left alone. But if they're stressed when they're left alone or barking when they're left alone, I love working in this uh, with these sort of uh, issues with dog, people who have dogs with these issues because the, you know, the, the solution is so powerful. I know that within a couple of weeks, people are going to be ringing me up saying thanks ever so much. You know, the solution works. So that just about wraps it up. Remember, the notes can be found at www.doggydan.com forward slash show six. And, um, yep, if you want access to absolutely everything immediately, then, yeah, go to that video website. All the videos on, are on there. There's over 250 videos uh, about how to establish yourself as the pack leader. And they are powerful videos. They're taken during my consultations. They're showing you exactly how to stop this barking. There's a section on separation anxiety. 
goes through them all in great, great detail. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of, of value. And, uh, you know, a lot of people sign up just thinking they're going to do the one-day trial. If You know, fine, if you quit after... Uh, if you quit before three days, it's still only $1. That's all you pay. But, you know, most people, I think they do. They, they look at it and they go, wow, I could learn a heck of a lot off this. And they decide to stay on for longer. But that is your choice. So complete solution to becoming the pack leader, raising the perfect puppy, training your dog, stopping all of this barking at theonlinedogtrainer.com. Take a look. You'll find what you're looking for. So have a great day. I'm Doggy Dan. Please do take a look at um, iTunes and consider subscribing so you can give this uh, podcast a rating and then you'll be alerted of, uh, of, of new podcasts coming out. Like I say, I'm Doggy Dan. Thank you for listening. Have a great day and love your dog. You've been listening to another episode of the Doggy Dan Podcast Show, bringing you one step closer to creating harmony with your dog. 